Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday, um, April 21st. Hard to believe this month is uh, flying right by. Hope uh, that you're doing well this week as we get ready to talk about some of the earnings coming in today. Uh, not much uh, on the economic front again today. That will kick in tomorrow when we talk about uh, first-time claims uh, coming up. Hey, though, before we uh, get on the phone with, uh, with Dave, I just want to remind you that uh, risk, I mean, this we're seeing now now more and more analysts coming out and thinking this is really a frothy market, really getting up high. Um, so the question is, do you know how much risk you have in your current portfolio? Do you know what your risk number is? If not, please give us a call at 863-382-0037. Let us help walk you through that process so that you know where you are and you know what to expect if the markets uh, take a turn for the worse. So again, that number is 863-382-0037 for your financial extra. Hey, Dave's coming up next. Looking forward to our conversation with him. Pleasure meeting you. I'm glad to see you here. It's uh, morning, Dave. It's 840 now, 20 before 9. Time to check in, find out how your money's doing today up on Wall Street. Not such a hot day yesterday. Let's see if we can turn the corner today. Check in with the offices of Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler is standing by. Philip, how are you doing this morning? Hey, doing well. Halfway through the week, and uh, I hope everybody else is doing well, too. It's, uh, But I got to say, Dave, the week in terms of the stock market is not off to a great start. Yeah, it's been kind of poopy, to put it bluntly. Yesterday, the Dow fell 256 points. Standard & Poor's was down by 28. NASDAQ down by 128. It wasn't exactly Armageddon, but it was definitely a case of stinking thinking. And uh, both of us were kind of noodling it through, and we're both kind of reading it as being just uh, COVID vaccine virus and all the rest of it, general restlessness without any really good economic news to back things up. We sold something. Well, that definitely seems the thing seems to be the, the case. I mean, Monday was down, yesterday was down. The question is, are we gonna break that trend today? And and that's that's a pretty big question mark. Yeah, it looks like it. One of my uh, tip sheets was saying, yeah, the mood has shifted on Wall Street. And uh, if uh, the vaccine and virus situation was the cause of it yesterday, we've just got one more fly in the ointment because Pfizer announced that they found uh, counterfeit Pfizer vaccines in both Mexico and Poland, which just adds one more level of you know resistance and discomfort with the vaccine program, as if Johnson & Johnson wasn't enough. Uh, now there's an off chance that uh, you could be getting a fake vaccine with a Pfizer name on it. Yeah, and that, that's got to be troubling to Pfizer and to the CDC and, and other FDA and other, other organizations like that, because uh, that then puts up another block The people say, well, maybe, maybe I should just wait a little longer. Yeah, you know, the fruitcakes that are saying, ooh, Bill Gates just wants to invest in inject us with a chip and all the other Fruit Loop stuff. Uh, now, all of a sudden, we got some real issues that actually come out, and that just does nothing but amplify it. That's true. And so, um, but you got to think it was coming, right? I mean, something that's that uh, enormous and that big of a deal and uh, and taking the global um, healthcare system that that surely we would expect to have some fake vaccines come out. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you've got to assume when you've got something that's that in demand that some slug is going to come up with some way of trying to make money. Uh, the only really macroeconomic information that's coming out today comes out around the noon hour today, and we're going to get a slew of oil inventory figures out of the federal government. You already got some tidbits on that out of your news tickers, I gather. I do. So oil prices are sliding, which is a good thing for you and me. We, we like that when we see it sliding. Um mm-hmm. But a couple reasons it was sliding yesterday anyway, and one is a stronger dollar. The U.S. dollar is getting a little stronger. Anxiety over COVID, meaning, uh, you know, we're already seeing like in India, um, they're having a lot of issues over there with with COVID and stay at home and lack of travel. Um, Then so and now we've got the issue of supply. What's that going to look like? We'll know more about supply later today. and then there's another thing that I hadn't really heard of that I thought this was interesting, but the Justice Department, um, there, there was a bill passed that the Justice Department now could pursue antitrust enforcement against OPEC members. I, I got to huh? think that's probably a big deal. I got to believe that's kind of just symbolic with absolutely no teeth behind it. How on earth do you sue a foreign country and get anywhere? I, you know, I don't know, but that's one of the things it says is uh, is leading to some of this sell-off in the oil market. Well, yeah, at the very least, it's upset, even if it is just symbolic. And, you know, while it's kind of nice, the strong dollar is good news because that drops our price of oil by a little bit. Uh, the lack of demand projections, number one, you know, it's just temporary. And number two, it's certainly not what we want to see happen while we're looking for the economy to regrow. No, it's not. It's because because it's reflective on that, right? It's reflective on travel. It's reflective on on the tourist. Um, those are areas that we really want to see increase, which means that just by the simple fact that those things increase, the demand for oil is going to increase because of gas prices. Absolutely. Some things we want to see the price go up off of an increased demand is something I can swallow and complain about, but at the very least not be all that unhappy. Earnings season continues, and I, just from what little I saw from my top-line figures, we kind of got a tale of a couple, three industries here. Some of them are looking really good, and some of them are really having a crummy time. What do you have for a top line on the earnings this morning? Well, let's start with Verizon. Um, they're kind of the top of my list today. They, uh, not not a, a crazy quarter. They beat by two cents a share. Um, revenue beat forecast as well. They did... Um, they lost more wireless subscribers during the quarter, quarter than analysts had been anticipating. Um, and so they're trading down about a half a percent uh, before we get going today. And, and then healthcare. So mm. I've got two different, two different measurements of healthcare today. One is a health insurance company, Anthem. Uh, they reported and they beat uh, by 50 cents a share, though revenue did fall short of uh, what was projected. But they did come back and raise their full year outlook, um, which is good for them uh, moving forward. And so they were uh, trading up today about 1.6%. If they can- kind of it. I was going to say, it's kind of interesting. A health insurer actually having an off quarter from a revenue standpoint. Folks drop their insurance during the pandemic or something? You know, I'm not sure what happened. But, uh, but uh, well, they have some pharmaceutical interest, too, I think. Um, so... Uh, but they, at this point, if they opened where they are right this minute, it would be a new 52-week high. 
In that case, we can't we can't play a really big violin for them, can yeah, we? Absolutely not. And then if we keep with the healthcare industry type of uh, uh, of industry, then we have a a healthcare system that reported tenant healthcare. Uh, they own a lot of hospitals and that kind of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. They really had a good quarter. They beat. Uh, by about uh, 60, not quite 60 cents a share, came in at $1.30. Uh, revenue was slightly above what they had forecasted. Uh, they've been able to, they say, successfully deal with challenges related to both the pandemic and the winter storms, where that's been an issue for them. Uh, and they also gave an upbeat outlook uh, for, the, uh, for the rest of the year. Let's see if I can find them. Here they are. But uh, they haven't yet traded today. Um, they closed actually yesterday down 1%. So we'll have to see how they open up uh, later this morning. Yeah, it was kind of legendary during the pandemic, during the shutdowns, that hospitals were actually as many people as they had going in for the obvious problem with the virus. Uh, the lack of being able to do the elective surgeries, that's the high margin junk. So actually, that's, that's a pleasant surprise to see a hospital chain doing well, which I'm kind of choking on myself saying, but yeah, it <laughs> Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, Dave, earlier we talked about oil and how it's been impactful. Um, Mm -hmm. So we had two oil service companies report. Those are people that provide services to that industry. Um, Halliburton was the first one. They they beat by two cents a share at 19 cents. Uh, Revenue was well above expectations. Um, They said their North American business uh, continues to have a uh, healthy recovery. And so uh, they're trading up about a third of a percent right now. And then the other oil services industry we had was Baker Hughes. Um, same industry. They, uh, they came in at 12 cents a share. That was just a penny above expectations. Revenue was basically in line. But they're, they're suffering a little bit. Their, their profits tumbled 40% from a year ago. Ooh. Um, yeah, they were dreadfully impacted by the winter weather this last quarter. Um, I noticed that Halliburton's absolute numbers were like 24% off, too, in terms of sales. So beating the street is a good thing. But there's some, there's still some recovery in the energy services industries, isn't there? Absolutely. And so um, they're actually, Baker Hughes is actually trading down 2% this morning uh, before we get going. So that's, yeah, that's the oil industry. I want to leave you with one more. Okay. A very, very common name, Netflix. Now, Netflix had a great quarter. They beat on top and bottom line um, and and pretty good on the bottom line. They, uh, for the last quarter. Now, remember, that's hindsight, right? So uh, one of the things that did come out in their report was that uh, they had weaker than expected subscriber growth this last quarter. Um, and so that's been uh, somewhat problematic. The, the investors don't like that. They're actually trading down today uh, 8.5%. One of my top line headlines said that Netflix finally hit a wall. Uh, yeah, they, they have. And, and they, I also saw that uh, Roku was uh, a sympathy play. They're down about 3% uh, this morning on sympathies of Netflix. <laughs> As somebody who owns six Roku boxes, I'll just say awe on that. <laughs> Cut the cord about six months ago, and I ain't looked back yet. I like my Roku boxes. Resetting the table, the markets were down between basically between a half and a full percent yesterday. It was not a good day, not an Armageddon day, but certainly not good. 
45 minutes before we open. Can we turn a corner this morning, Philip? How are we Dave, doing? I wish. I wish that I could have some positive impact this morning, but uh, it doesn't seem to be the case. It seems to be that we are on a three-day tear here. We've got the, uh, the S&P 500 down two-tenths of a percent. We've got the uh, Dow uh, down not quite two-tenths of a percent, and then we've got the NASDAQ down about a third of a percent. So, and we're seeing the, um, the VIX, the S&P 500 VIX up six tenths um, off its bottom lows uh, last week. So um, <clears throat> that gives you some indication of what we may be expecting going forward. And then on the commodity side, we've got silver and gold both trading up, silver up 1.3%, gold up a half a percent. And then like we said earlier, crude oil is uh, sliding down 2.2% this morning to $61.34 a barrel. And like we said earlier, not for the reasons we necessarily want to see it go down, so that's not necessarily the good news we'd normally be celebrating. Overseas markets, the Asian rim generally off overnight. As a matter of fact, pretty substantially. The Hong Kong market was down by one and three quarters percent. Europe is a mixed bag this morning. No big trend. Germany's off by a tinge. Great Britain's up by a tinge. And it doesn't look like they know where they're going halfway through their day, which in Europe isn't unusual. Trying to figure out how to make things stable, make things predictable, and uh, make sure I've got a fruitful retirement, Phillips, sometimes takes expert advice. How do I find you to get that advice? And then give us a call at 863-382-0037. As we continue to hit uh, some all-time highs last week, we're coming off those highs today. The question is, how long will that last? Well, you don't really know unless you know how much risk you have in your current portfolio. So schedule your financial x-ray by giving us a call at 863-382-0037. Go to our website at statlerfinancial.com. A lot of good information there, as well as recordings like this one. And then uh, join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. Always good in-depth advice then. We'll see you tomorrow morning with some up-to-the-minute advice here on Light FM. Fair enough? Fair enough, man. You have a great day. You too, Philip. I appreciate it. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler from the pit. Hey, folks. I want to again thank you for joining us today. Hey, if you like what we do out here, please like our page on Facebook, share this with your friends and family. We're here to, to be a service to our community to make sure that they're getting the advice they need to have the retirement they always dreamed of. Have a great day. Join us again tomorrow. Bye now.